Hello and welcome to Post Game, presented by Two Player Bros. I'm Mike. With me at all, as always, is Dave. Hi, Mike. Hi, Dave. You placed your food order? Mm-hmm. Nice. Chicken fingers and salad? Chicken fingers and Caesar salad. What kind of dress? Oh, Caesar salad. Nice, nice. Uh, today we are talking about... We're looking for filler. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sal- salad and chicken fingers is more exciting than the game we're going to discuss. Whoa! Whoa! You're toxic. <laughs> we're talking about Platinum Games Vanquish, specifically the remastered version that released on Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Uh, earlier on. In fact, it released. <laughs> earlier to, on in February, I, I think. Know, and it released in October. Really? So, I think it was February. You're right. It released in February. The remaster released in February 2020. The original game released October 2010. So it's a 10-year-old game, but it's been remastered, up-res graphics, and we're going to talk about what we thought. I like you, Mike. Sometimes I don't think you do. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about this game. Let's let's spin some podcast gold, Mike. Well, here's where I'm at, because I know what I think of the game. I'm not exactly sure what you think of the game, although I kind of know what you think of the game. I think I know what you think of the game. And I can also tell by looking at the aggregate reviews that I'm looking here, like a, the, like a separation of about 10 or 20 reviews, that a lot of people are very torn about what they think of this game. The reviews really run the gamut for this game. So, Dave, let's start with what do you think of the game overall? So, obviously, we're playing the, the remastered that mm-hmm. just came out. But, obviously, it's still very much feels like an older game. Um I played the demo for it in 2010 when it released. Mm, Um, I actually played the demo. I think at your house, I played it. It's the only time I'd played it, which I thought was weird when I looked at the release dates. I'm like, why was I hanging out at Mike's house in 2010? But I guess I still was occasionally at your, your old place. Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it, it felt so fun, but I couldn't bring myself to buy it because I had read it was only like five or six hours. And at the time I can't spend 60 bucks on a five or six hour game. Uh, I mean, I still can't, but, (laughs) but 10 years ago, I definitely couldn't have. (laughs) Yes. Um, And playing it now, it's always been this game that I've really wanted to go back to. I always had such fond memories of just playing that demo. And I really, really, really wish I had just spent the money on it in 2010. Because I think if I played this game in 2010, like fully, I would have, this would be like one of my favorite games of all time, probably if I had, if I, I had some like nostalgia looking back on it now. Um, but now it feels like an old game and old games are old. New games are better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoy it, but also I find myself having trouble bringing myself to play it. So I'm, I'm really mixed on it. So yeah, if I played it 10 years ago, best game ever today, <laughs> I remember really liking the demo as well, sliding around and stuff I thought was a lot of fun. Playing it now, it's not only that I feel like I'm playing an old game, and we kind of talked on this briefly, I feel like I'm playing an old game. I feel like I'm playing an original Xbox game as opposed to a 360 game. See, but I, I feel like that, maybe not, a, I think even in 2010, they wanted the game to feel old. I think that's supposed to feel old. That's why I'm kind of mixed on it. I think. This game is like a really, really amazing capsulation of like 
if you took an 80s arcade game and turned it into a a 3D third person shooter. It's definitely trying to be an arcade game. Oh, for sure. And it's, yeah. But it's it's not just like, oh, it's arcadey. This game wants to be an arcade cabinet. Like it's it's so strange. Yeah, I just I'm still mixed on it. <laughs> I feel like strange really were. I mean, that's what that's what Platinum Games specializes in is strange. Uh but I definitely agree with you with that arcade feel. I just my thoughts on this game when I finished it were I, I'm pretty sure my my thoughts of the game were like meh to meh, I don't know. And at the end of the very end of the game, I was like kind of like on the verge of this is kind of trash. <laughs> but at the same time, it's trash that I really want to play a sequel for. Like I really <laughs> want them to make a Vanquish too. So in that case, they did a really good job because I feel like what's there can be improved upon so much to make a great game. But also what's there is kind of broken or not as well executed as it should have been. And their best feature, obviously, is the sliding feature. You zoom across the ground, which is awesome. But you can't do it for too long. And if they zonk you out with the energy all the time, it's just like they love to take away the only great thing about the game. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre. Is what it is. <laughs> and then the fact that you have to choose between sliding sometimes and even your melee overheats you. Oh, and one punch, which yeah. is super frustrating. So, like, I wanted to slide around and punch people. That's what I want to. <laughs> that's how I want to play this game, and I just can't. Like, I. <sighs> the sliding does feel really, really good though, and like the slow, the slow mode, uh, slow mo like ARS mode or whatever they call it, um, like the bullet time. Yeah. It, it feels great. I hate it. You hate it? I hate it because I never want it to activate. It was, see, I went through see, almost I, the entire game playing the energy using the energy weapon. So it would suck my energy weapon away. And not only that, but occasionally, like, I wanted to shoot the guys and I'd go into slow-mo mode. And it's like, I'm busy right now, guys. I'm shooting. I, I'm going to kill him. I do wish. I, I don't know if it was me not understanding the controls, but I couldn't. I wanted to act. I wanted more control over the activation of that mode. Like you had to be sliding and aim down sights, right? Or weak. You had to be if I if I weakened, was just, at least uh, maybe aim down sights, but you didn't have to be sliding. Maybe sliding or aim down sights. When you slide and aim down sights, you go into ARS mode, one hundred percent. Oh yes, yes, okay, yes. 100%. I was talking about just the low health mode. Yes. I'm saying if I wanted to activate the ARS while just like sitting behind cover. Oh, there you can't. I couldn't. You, I had to be weak, and then you go into like the emergency health mode. Right. to do it um and i feel like not having like the i don't it just why couldn't i just go into the slow-mo mode whenever like just have it take up energy like uh have it overheat me like everything else but let me choose to slide around a lot or go into like super slow mode like i i, I don't know i just didn't understand some yeah. of the design choices i didn't get it as somebody who hated slow-mo mode especially how it activates every time you get on low health I wanted a way to deactivate it because I would get into cover and it would still be draining. And I'd be like, I don't need to use every little bit of it. Oh man, this game. <laughs> well, you only had it when you were hurt. So, or when you were sliding. So it's, oh, yeah. like, it's not like, Oh no, I'm wasting it. You only have it when you're hurt. So it's not like you could have activated it again. You have to wait till the cooldown resets on. Right. It. But let's say I get hurt and I'm already shooting the guy who hurt me. He's dead. I either have to just duck back down or move five seconds to another thing. And I've got 10 seconds worth of energy 
can't it you just uses all ten? You can't stop it. Can't you just stop aiming? No, it will. Even if you stop aiming when you're in the emergency health mode, it will still stay on. It does not turn off when you're in the emergency health mode. I I never noticed that. I could have sworn you were able to just stop aiming and walk away. <laughs> not in the emergency mode. Hmm. Super frustrating. We talk about the arcadiness of it, which I don't want to pepper it out with just everything I don't like about the game. Uh, the arcade stuff I really like. I liked being scored at the end of each act, and I liked how short every act in the game is. Yeah, I that was really cool. And not even just acts, but the individual missions are all nice, like 10, 15 minutes. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think I'm getting acts and missions confused, but yes. Gotcha. <laughs> the, yeah, it's, it's five acts, maybe like 20 missions total, 25 missions probably. I don't know how many actual... I would have to whatever, go back whatever you call them. what I texted you on <laughs> But the breakdown of the score is really interesting, and I really like how they break it down, although part of your score is also protecting your teammates, which I felt like I didn't have much. Like, I couldn't care less about any of my teammates. Yeah, I, I mean, I when I saw one of them go down... You went to go help? You bet your ass the first thing I was doing <laughs> was to slide to pick them up, but I never really, like was like oh no it's affecting my score i just wanted to do it yeah i didn't i didn't pay attention to the scoring system at all actually so i have no idea how it worked i, was, I mean i know it would pop up and tell me what my score was but i don't know what a good score was a bad score was it was weird there was no like grading system i don't know why it didn't give me like a letter yeah usually a lot of japanese based games love to give you the uh the a to s ranking e <laughs> <laughs> fuck i failed <laughs> uh so that was that's a little odd that they didn't give you the ranking. I did take a screenshot at the end of the game because I wanted to compare to see what your stats would have ended up being. But other than like that kind of competitiveness with a friend, there are no leaderboards. You can't see what anybody else is doing who plays the game, which I thought was kind of odd as well. Are you sure there's no leaderboards? I'm not. I, I didn't. I didn't actually see any. But when I was reading about the game online, it sounded like there's a competitive community around it. I assumed there were leaderboards integration integrated somewhere in there. Well, maybe I, it, I didn't notice anything. It is designed to be replayed. It's designed to try to like speed run it. Like they, they want you to focus on that kind of stuff. So I'd be shocked if there weren't any sort of leaderboards in there. I don't think I'm speed running this game anytime soon. Did you do any of like the challenge modes that you unlock? I, I noticed I was unlocking them as I was going along, but I never actually went into them. No, I did not try any of the challenge modes. Well, there's shame also, on me. There's <laughs> also challenge modes, I guess, guys. You do unlock them <laughs> as you go on. I did like the weapon system in the game. I like the way that your weapon essentially is the same grip and your weapon evolves over that grip. I like the style of that and the look of that. What do you mean by it evolves over the grip? So if you if you ever notice when your gun changes and morphs, because you scan the guns and the DARPA gun you have evolves into whatever yes, gun you scan, yeah. uh, the grip will always be the same. And gotcha. then the gun morphs around that, which I thought was a really cool design system and look to the game. I thought the style of the game for the most part was, was really cool. I, yeah. I think the, the design of vanquish man, um, <laughs> Sam, something Sam. Yeah. I thought his suit was really cool. I didn't notice the gun morphing on my hand while I was playing, but in cutscenes when he pulls his gun out, it's cool to watch it like materialize. Oh yeah. Every as, time, yeah. As he pulls it out, it kind of like comes out of his wrist and materializes around his wrist. I really liked, I guess there was a grip in there too. It's probably what you're describing. It's interesting that he always has an assault rifle, even if one of your three weapons you chose was not an assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like the design of his suit and the things his suit can do are really cool. And I, yeah, I would love to see a Vanquish too. 
just to see like what a modern take on this style of game is. Hopefully I can slide around more. <laughs> more sliding. Maybe maybe let you jump. <laughs> the Citadel ripoff ship was or the ship from Elysium or or numerous sci-fi ships that look like that. I can't say the Citadel is the only one. Uh it's also really cool looking. I, I liked how it's all circular and looked around. Only the only time they really use that kind of circular look and that the fact that you're in space is toward the end of the game, there's one single stage that uses anti-gravity. Really cool in a way that disorients you and allows you to use a greater degree of the level to your advantage. But other than that, they really don't play around with that that much, which I was a little disappointed in. So this goes, I didn't beat the game just to get that out there. You know, I got to act four and I said, I really want to play Ghost of Tsushima. (laughs) (laughs) But I watched the cutscenes of the rest of the game just to kind of know what happens. I mean, I feel like I got a, a full picture of how to play the game and everything by that point. You're telling me I was in space the whole time? Yeah, dude. I thought I was in like San Francisco or something. No, San Francisco. So the story of the game, which is not much of a story. We'll stick to design for now. They destroy <laughs> the Russians destroy San Francisco. We'll get the you story. go to space, and they're gonna use that citadel as a gun to destroy Boston. I think. Who knows? So you're in space on a space station the whole time. Gotcha. But it's like a citadel, like you said, where like Mass Effect citadel, where it's right. Got- it's all a circular and the cylindrical motions keeping gravity in check. What about a halo? What I notice is the bad guys, a lot of the robots look a lot like bad guys from Halo. There are brutes type bad guys, and there are the uh, little screamy guys. Uh, grunts. Grunts. They're like grunt type ones. Like they're robots, but they're basically robots modeled exactly off some of the Halo guys. I thought they looked like uh, Geth from Mass Effect. Am I thinking of a different game? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get a lot of Geth on there. You might be thinking of the same game. I didn't get a lot of gets off of them. <laughs> what game did we do last week? That was Last of Us, right? Yeah, Last of Us was the uh, last Yeah, I was going to have Geth in it. I played a game that had Geth-like characters. <laughs> so Ghost of Tsushima, is there something about that game I don't know? Yes. <laughs> I just felt like if you told me there was only one enemy model in this game, I'd believe you, other than like the boss characters. I felt like I was just killing like the same dudes over and over and over again. It's very same. Like you said, when you got to Act 4, you played all the game. Because by the time you played Act 4, you played all the game. Not only that, but some of the bosses get a little tougher because the spaces get more enclosed or they just have more health that they use or it's one extra attack. But for the most part, you've beaten all the mini-bosses in the game by Act 3, which is bizarre. There was like an electrical guy I saw that I never got to fight. I saw him in a cutscene. He's more like a... He's more like a he's like a mini mini boss. He's more like this big brute guy, but you only fight him twice. Mm-hmm. But he's a, he's there with all the other little bad guys, and he doesn't have like a health bar or anything. Yeah. Did you you said you were using the energy weapon? What was what was your like weapons of choice? I guess I don't know. I so, don't know what to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> for the most part, I use the assault rifle. The energy weapon was my my gun of choice all the time i used the energy weapon i tried to get that as maxed out as i could that was the one that, like just fired a laser beam it just fires a straight laser beam yeah it reminded me of the one from mass effect 3 i used throughout that single player campaign in that i believe you're talking about the prometheus lens oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so wait is it i don't know i don't remember what it was prometheus called. lens might actually be from destiny 2 well i don't know whatever moving on i'm sorry <laughs> So I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I'm going to use this. But it uses your energy, which is also maybe your health. 
Prothean rifle? Prothean something. The Prothean rifle is different. I'm not done here. I got to figure this <laughs> out. <laughs> but it uses your energy. Everything else uses ammo. The guns have a really cool upgrade system as well, where the, if you're at full ammo and you collect another one of it, you get upgraded gun. Usually it's just clips, but sometimes it can be firepower, extra firepower and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. I thought the upgrade system was bizarre. I couldn't figure out how it was working. It's definitely weird, but I kind of like it. It was just upgrading my ammo capacity, right? Um, For most of the weapons, however, I think for the sniper rifles, it basically went firepower or capacity, capacity, firepower, capacity, capacity, firepower. But I wasn't sure because it wasn't paying too much attention. Energy weapon, because it's your own energy, it's all firepower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then assault rifle, I only noticed at the end, the very last upgrade says firepower. But if you do die, you lose a ranking on two of your weapons, but not always, but sometimes. Wow, you were paying way more attention to this game than I was. <laughs> <laughs> Where can I see my weapons ranking? In the weapons, in your little weapons wheel on the bottom right corner of the screen, there were uh, an emblem on the weapon as you keep collecting them that shows how they're ranking up. So I shouldn't have been swapping them out constantly? I should have stuck to the same one and pa- tried to power it up? I think it saves and carries over if you switch it out and bring it back the next time. I just know when you die, okay. it drops a rank. But gotcha. it doesn't continually to drop, continue to drop. So if you die five times, you're not going to drop five ranks, but you'll have dropped that one. Okay. It's really weird. I, I, I was using all these fancy weapons for a long time, and then I realized, oh wait, the Base assault rifle rips ass, and all these other ones kind of stink. So, really, you just want the basic assault rifle, and it's colored like white. And you would think that like color has something to do with rarity. It doesn't. It's nope. it's just what color that specific weapon's text is. Uh, but the regular assault rifle kicked ass, and the rest of them all kind of stunk from my experience. Yeah, the fully ass- upgraded assault rifle is awesome. The energy weapon is awesome, except for when you're fighting some of the bosses, all of a sudden now the energy weapon doesn't work. I'm like, <laughs> I can only carry three weapons, and you're going to give me a couple of bad guys where this is the only weapon that's not going to work? I was like, that's kind of cheap. Yeah, I only fired that one once or twice, but it overheated me, and I was like, but I want to slide. I already can't slide <laughs> enough, so why would I use this weapon? <laughs> I mean, I almost feel like it invalidates your complaint that your slide was always overheated if you were running around using an energy weapon. I would use the energy weapon from cover, and then when I was like running around time, it would go assault rifle. Mm-hmm. And then I'd carry the shotgun or the sniper rifle, depending on the level. Yeah. I never really used the heavy machine guns at all. They were like, meh. I was using the heavy machine gun for a long time at first because I'm like, ooh, text is red. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds important. Super rare. <laughs> uh, and I don't understand the, the, what the boost machine gun was. Did it do something different other than fire faster? No, I couldn't tell either. Yeah, the like, disc launcher was kind of fun. I like. Am like I supposed weak. to be using this while sliding? Does that have like some perk or something? But oh, like a boost? Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice, but the LFE gun was kind of fun, but pointless. Is that the one that fired like the big orb? The big orb that pushes everybody. Yeah, that was dumb. I didn't use it. I used it for one level. I kept pushing people off their robot walkers. Yeah. Yep. When you fight, the bosses are kind of just shoot this arm and then shoot this red red spot the bosses were all cool though like i the design I, and the way they morphed was really cool. yeah like for i know i was complaining about the enemy design like as far as like the grunts go but i thought the bosses were all interesting like these like walking tank like mech gundam nonsensical things um did you fight the bits and pieces robot the unknown thing yeah i like him I like that when you shoot him into pieces, he's this orb that runs around frantically. 
See, I was having a lot of trouble then. That's when I decided, oh, wait, the assault rifle is the way to go because I was just lasering that guy with the assault rifle. All the other guns were really shitty against him. I used my energy weapon against him. He didn't last long. But you could always throw the uh, EMP grenades on the range of the EMP grenades. That's what I was doing. I, I, I EMP'd him and then I just... There was no shortage of grenades in this game, which is nice. <laughs> What's that? No shortage of grenades. So, like, yeah. use them if you get them. I really liked him. And there's a uh, point, point in the game, I think it's in Act 4? Maybe it's in Act 3, where there's this big Leviathan ship. And it's hovering over the uh, Citadel area. And you have to get into it. And I guess it holds, like, it's like 5,000 feet tall or something. Like, it's ridiculously huge. And you fight your way into it by shooting some of the legs off of it, blowing a piece of its hull, killing the landing gear, going into its hangar bay. And it's like this whole act of the whole. There's like four missions where it's just piece by piece trying to get into this giant floating ship, which I thought was a pretty decent part of the game. Like that was kind of a cool set piece in a game where most of it's just tight corridors and here's some bad guys. Where the, was it? <laughs> I feel like I was just not playing, paying attention while I was playing this game. <laughs> Wasn't it a lot of like open, open arenas? There were some. I didn't feel like it was really a corridor shooter. At all. I, I, I felt like it's it was... not a corridor shooter, but I thought the arenas could have been a little more open. But then again, I don't have enough energy to slide around. <laughs> what really pissed me off in terms of energy is at the end of the game, they give you double your energy for just one last fight. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where was this so long ago? This is far more fun right now. It's like sliding everywhere and shooting the guys. Ugh. When you beat it, did you unlock anything like for future playthroughs or anything? I think I unlocked one more challenge level, but okay. other than that, not much. But it's not something like, you know, like when Re in Resident Evil, when you beat the game, you can unlock like a grenade launcher, like from the start, the next playthrough or, oh, yeah, or like an extra ammo pouch or like no like perks to encourage you to play through it again in that way not that they told me after gotcha. my playthrough was done in the credits rolled i mean maybe if i press start on a new game because they'd be like hey now you can play this this was made by the shinji mikami right the resident evil guy the one who made the first resident evil yes yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 double check my notes <laughs> and dino crisis actually Ooh, is he dino crisis <laughs> Where are your notes? <laughs> I feel like he made Dino Crisis too. But yeah, so all his games. He did do the it, original Dino Crisis. Oh, fuck him. I need another Dino Crisis. Was, well, you know what? I think he also did God Hand. Did he do God Hand? I don't know what that game is. It was a PS2 game. It was like a brawler. I mean, he did The Evil Within. Yeah, that, I wasn't to that one yet. Okay. <laughs> I was going to work my way through its whole profile. <laughs> I think he did. I feel like I, yeah, you don't have to even look. I know he did. I feel real good about this. Sure, but I mean, well, don't make me look it up. I don't see it here on his thing. Oh, God hand. <laughs> it's on his thing? Yep. That's way late in the uh, PlayStation 2 uh, land or PlayStation 3 land, actually. Oh, it's PS3? Yeah. Are you 2000, sure? 2004? No, 2004 is definitely PS2. Two, right at the end of 2, all right. Because, what? It's like right on the line. PS3 launched in 2004, right? God Hand actually released in 2006. That's when he joined Clover Studio. It was in July 2004. 2006 gotta be. Now I have to look Gotta up. be PS3. God Hand, video game. 
how quick this is, Mike. PlayStation 2. It took me two fucking seconds. <laughs> Ooh, IGN, three out of ten. Wow, IGN hated this game. <laughs> 73% on Metacritic, though. Good game, good game. 95% like this video game? What if I throw a thumbs up on that? Still 95% like this say, game. I'm, t- I'm tipping the scales. <laughs> I wanted to tip the scales. <laughs> um, why did we go off on this tangent? Oh, because his games are all made like for replayability. Um, yes. You know. I mean, I think just the, the high score system and wanting to achieve the best score kind of compels you to do that. Oh, sure, sure, sure. There's sure. also the hidden statues. I don't know if you found any of those throughout the levels. I found a, it's not like five or six of them. The little uh, gold statues you got to shoot. Yeah, I found a few of those Oscars, but I never actually looked at what they were doing or anything. I think they're just a collectible. The, 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 toward the end of the game, it just gets really frustrating because they start throwing enemies at you that are just cheap or throw you in a, in a cave, like a tunnel system where you've got the big giant honking robot guy and he's blocking the entire stage. And there are just unavoidable attacks that you cannot slide away from fast enough because he's going to track you. I mean, there's one boss you're fighting, the, the typical, the spider guy that transforms into a big robot, because there are only like three bosses in the game. And you're fighting him again, but he's so much more difficult because of this tight space and all the other enemies surrounding you. And at the end of this particular fight, that robot self-destructs with this beam that locks onto you at all times. And I was having some trouble with the boss as it was, and then every time I got close enough to, I beat him, and I was just like, all right, I'm finally done. I just kept getting zapped down over and over and over. <laughs> and the last time I beat it, it was pure luck that I didn't get zapped because I bounced off a wall and went zigzagged, which I just did accidentally. But it just gets super, super annoying with the amount of bad guys they throw at you and your quote unquote partners, your Marines, I found got in my way. Not like I'm shooting them. You can't friendly fire them. but like got in my way in terms of I can't see the screen because you're you're right in my cover and there's no ability to snap to your other shoulders, which I found annoying. Hmm. Little things like that started to really pile up for me toward as I got further and further into the game. Yeah, maybe if I kept playing, I would be in the same boat as you, but right now, good game, <laughs> good game. <laughs> I just found it very samey and very frustrating that you can't do the thing that makes the game the most fun. The melee system, like you said. And the twist list, I mean, obviously it's an arcade game, so it's got an arcade level story, which is to say the story is almost non-existent. Uh, so there's a twist at the end where so the last two acts you're fighting humans instead of robots all of a sudden. And it's just like you could introduce this a little earlier in the game to make the game a little fresher instead of the same enemy types throughout all of it. Do you want to talk about the story, I guess? Maybe you can explain <clears throat> what the hell happened to me. So we can, yeah, we can explain the story a little bit. So. Sam works for DARPA, our hero. He doesn't necessarily work for the United States military. The president has sent the military with Sam as a DARPA representative because his new fancy suit to go stop these Russian terrorists from, I think, blowing up Boston after blowing up San Francisco. Yeah. You're with this big, gruff military leader guy, Sergeant Burns. 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 I don't want to say Burns. Sergeant Burns. Burns. Oh, yeah. He talks like this. Kind Leave him behind. <laughs> yeah, he's just letting his Marines die over and over and over and over. To a point, like, Sam keeps calling him out on it. Leave him! You gotta save him, <laughs> and then sometimes Sam does save him. 
for the, the mission the comes game, first for the end of the game. That mission turns out is uh yeah we're gonna let him blow up Boston. We're gonna we're gonna aim the thing ourselves because we want to start World War Three. It's good for the economy. Yep, I that's I saw that in the cutscenes. <laughs> so here's why I was confused. Just based off the cutscenes I watched, I just need some explanation. Okay. Burns shuts like the the citadel. The citadel gets a hole in it. Spaces their vacuum of space is sucking everybody out. So Burns shuts that, even though Sam wants to keep it open to let people into the bunker. There's yeah, a bunch I, more Marines that haven't gotten in yet into safety. And Sam's like, what the hell is going? Like, what are you doing? And then he's like, okay, well, whatever. We have to continue the mission. Yep. Burns guy says like, I'll stay behind and watch your butt. Yep. Sam goes and does stuff. I feel like I can't answer any question for you because I'm just watching the same thing you did. And then next thing I know from the sequences I'm watching, Burns is the bad guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right away. As soon as Sam walks out, he calls the president and she's like, you blew up Boston yet? Yeah, okay. So then you fight Burns. Uh-huh. And then when Burns is weak, I Sam's like running up really, hey, we have to get out of here together. Like, why was Sam like looking out for Burns again? It makes no sense because they just want to put this weird emotional through line into this pair of characters that hate each other, but at the same time always have this respect where they look at each other, smile and nod throughout the entire game. <sighs> you kill those guys? Yeah. Thanks for coming back to me. Yeah, thanks. It's just like Completely ridiculous. I can't answer that question because it's such a ridiculous. Turn. Okay, it wasn't like me missing anything from the cutscenes. No, he just goes, "I'm gonna blow up Boston." Oh man, you beat me, Sam. You win, I guess. And he's like, "Yeah," get, but he's he but wasn't even Sam's just like, like "You beat me." He's like, get, "Don't what? die." Wasn't he like, "Get out of here"? Yeah, he wanted him to get out. Why wasn't he like, "Stay there, so my soldiers can kill you"? Because <laughs> those soldiers that you're fighting are. The U.S. soldiers? Yeah, they're the U.S. Marines at that point. Yeah, the same guys that you were telling Burke not to kill, Burns not to kill, now are trying to kill you. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> and then they immediately turn around to try to kill Burns, and then he goes, I need to be with my men, who you basically committed war, war crimes to. But the but people that are trying to kill him aren't his men? Are also still his men as far as I know, Dave. But at that point, they all work for the President of the United States. And she's basically Glenn Close. <laughs> it was just a wild experience <laughs> and then um, you meet your Russian at the end of the game it yep. turns out there's so many of him aren't there two there are two there but you gotta assume it's just Sam says it so nonchalantly it's just a digital clone like did we know this was a possibility well it's, I assume those suits are expensive even if it is a digital clone so like there can't be that many I suppose. of like the robots right Maybe. I mean, you'll have mean, to find out in a sequel. If the DARPA suit is like <laughs> cutting edge technology, I assume that the Russian suit is the also... clone robot technology. Which, the last boss is the one of the easiest boss fights in the game. So, you kill the two clone robots. Mm -hmm. Then you find out that the Russian operative is like just chilling in his hive mind. He's just doing his, in his like, lair. Yep. Wasn't actually there. And he just goes off into space. Well, first he sets a nuke to blow up the entire citadel. Okay. For Do reasons. they succeed? Oh, yeah. He blows up the citadel. Sam escapes. Okay. Barely. Gets back on his ship with his uh, lady. Which, by the way, Elena? the scientist guy that built the suit who they're there to rescue. Oh, he got killed. Just gets killed real quick. Yeah. Why are you with the enemy? I'm not with the enemy. <laughs> he gets killed. 
which I guess is your first quote unquote. That's not your first hint that he's evil because you just saw in the cutscene he was evil. That's weird. But then the game ends. The game literally ends with Sam and the, the lady hurtling down to space because the explosion forces them down. And then the <laughs> Russian goes off into deep space. And then the end credit sequence is literally you have a turret and you're shooting asteroids of the. Well, you're forgetting faces. a key detail, which was also very confusing. The president's sitting at her desk and she goes, <laughs> this is the end of my presidency and shoots herself in the head. I love that. Why did she do that? Because she, because. I guess she figured she was going to get caught. She was supposed to blow up Moscow. She failed. And then she's like, I have to kill myself she's now. She's supposed to blow up Boston. Wait, I thought that this is all nonsense. It doesn't matter. I thought that <laughs> Burns was trying to reprogram the, the new, not to kill destroy Boston, but to destroy Moscow instead. Oh, man, I don't know. They're trying to start World War III through killing millions of See, people. See, I thought that they decided to destroy San Francisco on... To start it, and then the Moscow gets killed, so they have no choice but to start the war. What you're I saying thought, makes more sense, so I'm going to say they, yes. You make more... Yes. I thought they let the Russians destroy Moscow, or destroy San, San, San Francisco, Francisco, and then they were going to destroy Moscow, but the Russians hijacked control, and they were trying to destroy Boston. Sounds about right. I'm going to go with I, yes. I don't know. It's all nonsense. It's nonsense for <laughs> sure. You know what else is nonsense? The fact that if you held the LB button when you're in cover, you smoke a cigarette. I didn't even know that happens. <laughs> he smokes. Sam smokes constantly in this game. And there's actually a button for you to take a cigarette. Your mask comes off. You take a cigarette and you start smoking the cigarette in cover. That's but awesome. It does nothing. Nothing? It does nothing. Okay. At least in Metal Gear Solid, you could find infrared wires or whatever. I was just saying, find infrared, the cigar and Phantom Pain and Metal Gear Solid 5 changed your time period. This like I was hoping that would be, okay, you take a smoke break and it stops the slowdown if you don't want to use all of it at once. But no. Hmm. Sends a really good message. <laughs> voice acting was pretty rough. It's <laughs> See, I didn't like the voice acting at first, but the more I played and the more that score kept popping up at the end of every mission, I was like, it's supposed that's to be. the exact, you would yeah. hear that in an arcade game. It's just that loud, <laughs> to make you go, quarters? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's supposed to be what it is, but it's still ugly. Around the time that this game came out, I think around the time this game came out, or the original, mm-hmm. I played Metal Gear Solid, or Metal Gear Revengeance? Is that a game? Yeah. That's the one where you play as Raiden. Yeah. Yeah. And I was hoping that this game was going to be a arranged version of that. That was very melee focused mm-hmm. where you're just like a cyborg guy destroying giant robots. So you could see the similarities. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just, it's just not. No. It's, it's, Revengeance is a really, really fun game. Actually, you should play that if you haven't. I've played some of that now. Yeah. Um, Played that on my Metal Gear Solid collection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have much to say. No, this game, like you said, I'm sure you put it on the list because just like you played the demo, just like I did, and you were like, "Oh man, I really always wanted to play this. It's remastered. This is great." Well, I put it on this list. Like you're talking about the list of because games for us to play. Yeah, but yeah, because I so yeah, the same reason I didn't buy it because it's only five or six hours. I was like, that'll be a good filler game in between. Last of Us and Tsushima. Yeah. It seemed like a good a good uh game to fill a week or two, but it was. It was it, I mean I mean I beat it. It's better <laughs> than the game that you're filling our weeks with next time. I <laughs> uh, see. I don't know. There's no way that this I game... can I can give some passes for the other game. And so far, 
the game we're doing next week has not frustrated me. Are you keeping it a secret? Well, no. I just we just keep saying this game, and I just kind of. Well, I said it once, <laughs> like trying to like segue you into, into ending it. this goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Next week, we'll be doing a news episode. We'll be talking about the Xbox press conference that we've been yes. dreading and also hoping for for a while. I'm not dreading it at all. I, I don't think they're going to do well. The last Xbox conference was such a, a bummer. So the next time we sit down to talk, we'll have seen the conference. Do you have any last minute uh, predictions or anything? Battletoads. No, I got nothing. I mean, we know Battletoads <laughs> yeah, is going to make an Battle appearance, right? I don't know how that game's not came out yet, actually. COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, no, I don't have any extra predictions or other than maybe. What the- you, have you thought about what you wanted? Is there something like you're like, you know what? This is what they need to announce. I haven't thought about games, but I was thinking, and I don't know what they would announce, but if they announced some kind of killer accessory that went along with the Xbox, it was like, oh, that's awesome. And I don't know what that would you know, be. You know how the Kinect worked out for them last exactly, time. Exactly, but There's PlayStation's, no way PlayStation's got VR. They got their new DualSense controller, which everyone is making a big deal out I, of. I'm not to know. make not to go too away from the game that we're playing right now. I am shocked that Xbox just hasn't announced like Vive support or Oculus support. I guess Oculus makes the most sense since they're partnering. Actually, Oculus makes a lot of sense now that they're partnering partnering with Facebook Gaming. For their streaming as well. Well, I guess they put a lot of money into Vive as well, from what I know. I, I don't know about that, but I I'm they're talking about how their consoles like blurring the lines as far as like, hey, or clearing the lines. This is pretty much just a PC. Um, which it is. So that'd be cool if they added VR support from I'm, one of the existing VR platforms. I would know? love that because at this point, Vive is I mean, Oculus is pretty good, but Vive, I think, wins just based on the index controllers, which are brand new, which I haven't got a chance to try myself, but I've seen. See, if they, if they did Oculus support or if they did VR support, I would want them to do. I don't know if Vive has a wireless yet, but I would want a, like a Quest. They do. They do wireless. Mm. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Way, t- I would take whatever they Hollow Lens looks cool. Is Hollow Lens still a thing? Yeah, but you have to be, it's still in testing. So you still have to be like a developer to be able to oh, get that's, one. That's been going on forever. Yeah. I don't think they want to Google Glass it. Well, I thought that's what like HoloLens' big market was for, was like businesses and stuff. I thought they kind of gave up on the gaming aspect of it. Pretty much. That could be why it's just can't you can't buy it anywhere. You, you have to be a business partner. Yeah. Like I remember seeing like a tech demo for it where it was literally just like someone's wearing it while a plumber explains how to fix the pipes to the person. <laughs> like they were just like yeah. under the kitchen sink. I think that's kind of like where they've geared the technologies from what I gathered, but I don't That's know. cool. But yeah, I can't think of any, I just hope to be impressed. Any last minute predictions from you? No, I feel like I rambled for a while about this last time. Um, <laughs> I have decided I am officially announcing <laughs> that I want a brute force too. I keep talking about brute force on the stupid <laughs> podcast. I'll just come out and say, it. I want brute force too. I was watching a let's play of the original brutes brute force just because I keep talking about it on the show. I'm like, I, sh- I don't even really remember what this game was. <laughs> and now you're officially pro. Brute and force I'm like, too. you know what? Let me get another one. I remember not after watching. I'm like, I didn't like this game, but you know what? <laughs> I want a second one. 
maybe you'll get your wish, Dave. Yep, and I'm I'm sure we didn't talk about it when we were talking about what we were expecting, but uh, I'm sure Gears uh, Tactics is going to get a console release announcement at the show. That just, that just makes oh, sense, yeah, I'd, right? I'd be shocked if it didn't. I assume that'll come out like alongside the Xbox One X or Xbox Series X. They shouldn't have, <laughs> if Game Pass is supposed to be this new thing, which they're talking about getting rid of Xbox Live completely, because obviously because Game Pass is their big thing. I mean, if if you want to blur the lines between computer and PC and this Play Anywhere concept, then anything that Microsoft develops should be for both. They should, they should never be, it's just this. I always thought that was foolish. I think they've been pretty clear that everything, that's, they're done with that, aren't they? Xbox Live? No. Uh, uh, play Anywhere? All Xbox One games, all Xbox games are also PC games now. Like, first party games. Yeah. Yeah, they all have a, a PC release. But why doesn't the PC game always have an Xbox? I think it's just because the style of game it is. Yeah. They probably were like, hey, it's easier to do mouse and keyboard for a tactics, tactics game. game. Yeah, I guess so. But it has controller support. It didn't feel very good. So hopefully they've <laughs> hopefully they've <laughs> fixed that. Tuned it because like XCOM and stuff feels great. So I was gonna say XCOM is a pretty fun game to play with controller. All, all right, right, wrap this thing up. So I've got chicken tenders waiting outside. <laughs> So that's it for our game, our post game with Vanquish. Join us next week for the Xbox press conference. Oh, you, know, you still haven't said what we're going to play next week. Our next, co- <laughs> our next post game, the week after next, is going to be Terminator Resistance, a game that's out on what? Just hearing you say it pisses me off. <laughs> Terminator Resistance, which is out on Xbox, PlayStation 4, PC. Uh, it's actually going to be a crossover episode. We'll actually have Mike Field on to talk about with us. He's from Forgotten Cinema, the podcast about movies. We're going to do kind of like a movie game hybrid thing. This game inexplicably has really high user reviews. So we'll talk about maybe why and what we think of the game. So join us for both of those episodes. Do I need to like watch a movie or anything? Nah. Have you seen the You've seen the Terminator movies, right? It's not based yeah. on any. Yeah, that's fine. Well, it's based on it's based on the, the future, future that you in see two. in T2. Yeah. yeah. So other than that, no, you don't have to. Okay. No, anything else. You're talking about the whole movie crossover. And I'm like, whoa, I thought he was just like a guest. And now like, <laughs> it's just that getting anxiety did a Terminator over movie there. And now we're going to do the game. Now. Uh, so I mean, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't do anything. There. <laughs> you were my representative in that crossover episode. <laughs> so join us next week for the press conference guys. By the way, Mike said, Mike Field from the movie podcast, Mike, Butler is also on that movie podcast. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> also, be sure to check out Cracking One Open with Mike and Elise, where they talk about bruise news and pop culture reviews every Wednesday? Every Friday. Right? Sure, whatever. Wednesday's Forgotten Cinema. And you can check out Two Player Bros at twoplayerbros.com, crackingoneopen.com, and forgottencinema.com on our new homepages. Check them out. We're all part of the Forgotten Entertainment family now. So if you go to ForgottenEntertainment.com, you can link to us from there as well. All right. Well, that's all I got. I didn't understand a word you just said, but we're <laughs> moving on. So see you next week, guys. Keep on gaming.